What's going on guys, it's Jamie here. In today's video, I'm gonna be talking about the debate that rages between high ticket, low ticket, and recurring billing items for your affiliate portfolio. Stick around, I'll catch you guys right after this. Hey, welcome back guys, and thank you very much for joining me. If this is the first time on the channel, my name's Jamie. I'm a full-time affiliate marketer, digital ad strategist, and I'm a coach for a program. We've got over 600 students absolutely crushing it with their affiliate marketing businesses. If you'd like to learn more about what we're up to, feel free to hit the link in the description. Feel free to smash that subscribe button if you're interested in more information. We're really no BS approach to affiliate marketing and digital ad strategies. All right, all that being said, what is the right answer recurring versus high ticket versus uh, low ticket stuff like what what's the right thing for you so I'm going to throw a couple of arguments out there for you guys and hopefully by the end of this video you're going to have an understanding of things to consider in terms of both high ticket and low ticket and recurring billing products all right so let's start with the high ticket so I'm a high ticket affiliate marketer and again if you'd like to check out the link in the description there there's a, a case study that gives a little bit of an insight into my business and some of the uh, some of the things I don't agree with in terms of affiliate marketing out there. It leads through to option to book a call with me and as part of that I also will try if I feel like someone is the right fit to see if they're going to be interested in getting some help with my high ticket programs that I offer. Now the reason why I prefer that is because I've gone the other way. Remember when I first started and I was trying to promote low ticket items thinking that if I can get in front of a big audience and some people buy, even like 0.5% of people buy, which is you know, probably a little bit uh, inflated in terms of that as well back in the day. But if I can get 0.5% of people to buy and I send 10,000 clicks to a website, someone's going to buy some stuff, I'll make a bit of money. Awesome. Uh, that fat plan fell flat because it doesn't quite work like that, especially not in the beginning stages. And of course, once you start blowing things up a little bit, you can get a little bit more traction. However, that's not the case for most of us. So as time progressed and I started this channel, I also started another channel which uh, wasn't really liked from YouTube. I don't know why, but it got banned after 70 videos and most of those were review videos. Of different products that I was putting out uh, sorry that I was reviewing as, as an affiliate and that's called launch jacking by the way so I did that on this channel as well when, when I started a new one and so the cool thing about that is you can make some sales it's not overly complex just put up a video reviewing a product uh, that is about to launch and ideally what's going to happen is your content is going to get ranked relatively highly uh, because it's a new keyword because ideally that that uh, particular keyword doesn't actually exist until the product is launched and then all of a sudden people are searching for blah 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 review and so your video or your content should pop up the top which is well and good it works i made quite a bit of money out of that but it is quite competitive and the issue that i found with doing that is because of that level of competition you're also not really making much per sale so your lifetime customer value is usually pretty small unfortunately yeah hopefully that makes sense so that's why i went to high ticket and the strange thing was, once I removed myself from doing all that stuff, I concentrated on high ticket affiliate marketing. The cool thing was that within just seven days, I was able to crack $1,000 in one single day. And it wasn't isolated. I had another $1,000 day the next day. And I went on to have my first $10,000 month. And as you can imagine, it's kind of blown up a little bit since that point. 
Now the bulk of what I do is still high ticket affiliate marketing and like I say that reason for that is really because of the lifetime value of your customer is going to be a lot higher. Now I'm going to uh, flip the switch for a moment and then uh, start the debate that often rages which is well I want recurring income, I want to do the work once and I just want to get the recurring income forever and live on the beach somewhere and that would be the rest of my life. Groovy. So here's the debate with that one. So if we go back to my previous example, selling a product where you make a thousand dollars commission, awesome stuff, who doesn't love a bit of that? Gonna reach your income goals a lot quicker and like I say, lifetime customer value. So by contrast, if you're promoting something where, for, let's be conservative, let's say that you're selling something that's a hundred bucks, you as an affiliate get $50 per month that that person remains with that membership, with that software, so on and so forth, right? All well and good. Get 10 or 20 of those and you're earning some pretty nice passive income per month, which is awesome. But it's not truly passive and here's why. The problem is that most people have the uh, attention span of a goldfish, that was a joke. Um, a bad one, a dad joke actually, just practicing. Um, so anyway, most people have a very limited attention span online and so what that means is that if someone has jumped into a program, it's 50 bucks a month as an affiliate or you're making 50 bucks a month, the probability is that they are going to stay with that particular product for three to five months. Sometimes more, there's outliers. I've got products where people have stayed in them for years and it's amazing. But these are the outliers. These are the exceptions, not the rule. Now, the reason why this is really relevant and really important for you guys to know is that if you compare it to a high ticket product and you, you use those same stats, it means that someone has to remain with that product for 20 months in order to equate to one single high ticket product. That is a long time to wait. So what that means is that the lifetime customer value, of course, it's gonna increase every month that they remain on. But again, like I say, it's not entirely passive because then you're gonna to have to deal with the attrition rate of people dropping off. So it's not like your income hits, you know, for even the big hitters, you know, hits 10K per month or 20K or 30K or whatever, there's gonna be an attrition rate. People are gonna drop off, their credit card expires and they never jump on it again. You know, whatever the situation is, they don't wanna be part of that. They decide to give up their, their hopes and dreams for their online business. Whatever that part of it is, people will drop off. There is an attrition rate. And like I say, there's exceptions. People are gonna stay on for, for a long time, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so then the other argument is, okay, well, what about low ticket? Because the conversion rate as a, as a, a debate, a topic of debate, is going to be a lot higher. Because if you think about it, people, most people aren't just gonna randomly find something online, cool, it's a thousand bucks, I'm gonna buy that. Like, they, most people don't think like that. Like, oh, I have to put some thought into this, and is this the right thing for me, and can I do it, and blah, 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 and is this a scam, and yada, yada, yada. So therefore, the, the argument then becomes, okay, well, if there's a $5 product, a $7, a $20 product, it's a, it's a no-brainer. You, you don't have to think about that. You just put your credit card in, bang, got my thing, that's awesome, seven bucks. You don't really put too much consideration into that, most people anyway. Now, the reason why this is relevant is because it means that the potential to have that conversion rate can be a little bit higher because people will make a little bit of a snap decision. But then the other argument of that is, Again, if there's an ascension model, so as in goes from seven bucks and then there's an upsell to $35 and there's an upsell to 97 bucks and then there's an order bump, blah, blah, blah. So the average order value is potentially higher. But again, unless you've got a, a way to get those people some awesome results and they fall madly in love with you and then they're happy to buy you back end products, again, the lifetime customer value 
is often going to be relatively low compared to a high ticket offer. So there you have it. There's the, the arguments uh, laid out. So what's the correct answer? Well, there is no correct answer. Here's what I do. This is what I, I encourage my students to do as well. Because the reality is that although it is amazing getting these high ticket sales, when you're starting off and you're building your brand, you're building your audience out there, you're probably not going to make a high ticket sale every single day. So what tends to happen is maybe, for example, you don't make any sales on Monday, maybe Tuesday, maybe Wednesday you make a high ticket sale, maybe Thursday you make it one as well. So then the question remains, well, what do you do in those other days? And if you want a balanced portfolio in terms of your products, this is when you start introducing those recurring billing products. You start uh, adding those things that do pay that recurring passive income month after month. You do start adding some of those low ticket things so you can serve your audience at different price levels. And that way, by the end of the month, especially like I say, when you're starting out, by the end of the month, you've then got a relatively balanced income. And from an energetic perspective, you're receiving abundance, you're receiving sales on a more consistent basis, which makes you feel good, which ironically then makes you focus on the level of abundance that's out there, which then ironically makes more of it come into your, uh, into your bank. Kind of cool stuff. And then you can devote more attention to those high ticket sales as well, because you'll be able to serve your audience in a different way and potentially in a better way as well. So those are the, the three things to keep in mind. Um, like I say, just, just to recap, consider the lifetime customer value. In my opinion, always start with a high ticket product. Uh, everyone is capable of doing so. Don't let these little inner demons that you have go, oh, but I'm not qualifying as I'm new. BS, you can. Everyone starts somewhere. And it is really, really just you providing a solution for someone else. And that product that you're looking to promote may well and truly be that solution. It may really help them out. So therefore, you're actually deferring that to the actual product itself. Kind of cool, right? So anyway, that was going to be a bit of a segue. I might save that for another time. All right, thanks uh, very much for joining me on today's video, folks. My name is Jamie. Hopefully you got some value out of this. Smash that like button. Drop a comment. Let me know any thoughts. If you would like to take your affiliate marketing business to the next level, whatever that means, means whatever level you're at just above that one uh, maybe two or three rungs above that ladder who knows um, hit the link below feel free to lock in a time if you're interested to chat and i uh, look forward to seeing you guys around thanks very much i'll see you in the next one